0: This podcast is a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find the other great shows on the network, head over to DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. Hello, and welcome back to Deluxe Edition. I'm your host, Casey Shearer. This is my interview with John Schneider, recorded March 4th of this year. If you like this show, come back and check us out next week. Ray and I will be interviewing Bose Venson. He played Buford Pusser in the movies Walking Tall and the series Walking Tall. He was also in Delta Force with Chuck Norris and Heartbreak Ridge with Clint Eastwood and a ton of other action movies from the 70s and 80s. So come back, check us out next week. Also, check out the other great shows on our network, the Deluxe Edition Network. You can check us out over there at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. All right. Enjoy the interview.
1: I married your fat sister. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? That commercial still just works. I don't know why. (laughs) get myself situated here got my phone sitting up on a uh camera box my gosh i look like a shaggy dog i look great man thank you this is a a new movie we're doing and in the movie i uh i get uh i get a call to go back into action so i get my hair cut so in order for it to be really dramatic I have it as long as I as I it hadn't been this long since Dukes. I mean, it's wild. Yeah, but, it's has uh, so now. When, wild, when they take the Clippers to it, people will go, "Oh my God!" And, you know, they'll confuse it with acting, and I'll have another point.
0: There you go. <laughs> so we're we're already recording here. So let, let's Good. let's talk about that. You're making you you make your own movies now. Is that what you're doing in the back? Is that you're editing your own uh, your own stuff there?
1: Oh, yeah, always have. I was, uh, before Dukes, I was one of those kids with a, with a super eight camera and a little, uh, basically it was a razor blade. You'd put the sprockets of the film on these, on these little nipples, and then you would cut the film and tape it together. Um, so I've been fascinated with the process, uh, always. And then when I did Dukes, uh, when I wasn't, uh, out working somewhere, you'd find me in the the edit bay with Russ Livingston, who was our editor, and learning uh, learning how to work on a moviola, learning how to work later on a flatbed. And then when uh, the digital world came in and took over the editing process, <coughs> I, I remember buying, you had to get two uh, VHS uh, players and then a controller and all you could do was was butt cuts together and there was always a glitch uh, in between them but I, I went out and i bought i bought those and i i worked on that theory being that if you if you are not an editor uh, then i don't think you can really be much of a intuitive director Because an editor knows what's unusable, an editor knows what's uh, what you don't have to worry about. You know, when I when I direct, I'm directing this one too, and when I direct, a cameraman will say, "Well, we saw a uh, such and such in the shot," and I said, "Don't worry, I'll cut. I'll cut. I, I won't use that shot. I won't use that part of the shot." And they'll say, yeah, but what if you, and I say, no, I don't, I don't want to. I already, I already see what the movie looks like, especially in this regard, because I wrote it, Uh, but it makes it, it makes it so you don't, you don't worry about things that are, you don't spend a bunch of time worrying about things that are uh, basically inconsequential. It also works from an acting standpoint. So uh, I tell actors, uh, they say, I just don't think that was very good. I said, well, don't worry. By the time I get done with it, I'll cut all of the suck out of your performance and (laughs) only the good stuff will remain. Right. Because I have to cut a whole lot of the suck out of my, a lot of, a lot of uh, what you'll see me do if you see the the long stuff. I'll know everybody's lines, but mine. (laughs) So I'll be acting my butt off and then I'll be going, "Oh, (laughs) wait, hang on a second. Okay. And then <laughs> But what what you wind up with at the end is is a movie. Yeah. Right?
0: I Yeah, I've recently watched uh, some of your stuff. You you did uh, Poker Run, Stand on it. Uh I I just watched Like Sun the other day. That's oh. a great movie. You you did you write and direct
1: that? I did, yeah. Yeah, that's and a I, really yeah, good movie. Yeah. And I edited that with a uh, with a friend of mine who's has passed away. Uh but yeah, I really uh I really, really like uh Like Sun and like the uh the whole crime drama element. Uh <clears throat> in the world in the world here between my ears, occasionally bad things do happen to bad people. And uh and I like that. I like uh I like justice regardless of what uh of what tone it takes on. Yeah. Um so we did, that, uh, we, we did that movie kind of, um, how can I even explain it? We would film because Don, Don Shanks, who played the lead in there, Frank, uh, he was also Michael Myers, by the way. Um, and he was in a television show called uh, Grizzly Adams. He played Nakoma in Grizzly Adams. But um, <clears throat> we would film because Don came in from Utah. And we'd film whatever the day would allow. And then Alicia and I would have a drink the end of the day. We we, she would cook and we would all eat. The crew, the cast would all eat. And then she and I would sit down at a table somewhere and figure out what was left and what we should shoot tomorrow. So it was the antithesis of the way that she's used to working because she's a, she's a producer and worked with uh, Robert Evans out in, uh, in at Paramount for years. So she's like a by the book sort of a person. And I'm like, uh, Hey, that's this, the the moon looks great. Let's go shoot that scene. You know, I'm kind of the, I'm kind of the puppy dog and she's kind of the trainer, but it's a wonderful combination (laughs) because out of, out of the, uh, out of that kind of non non-regimented style comes fun movies. Did you did, did you have fun watching Poker Run and Stand? Oh yeah, like, yeah, that,
0: yeah. I mean, there it's a laugh a minute. Those movies right? are great. Yeah, they they have
1: an energy to them. Um, that I think when you're when your director is also the guy wearing the hat and driving the fast car, when I'm just having fun, then I think everybody has fun. When I'm not taking it, it's not that I don't take what I do seriously. I take it very seriously. I just don't take the uh, adherence to the process very seriously because I think a, a filmmaking process is a is an ever evolving um, skill set where you learn what's important. You weren't. You learn what's not important, and you. Uh, <clears throat> too many times I've been on films where people are so they're so heady. And they're so uh, they're so film school, you know. It's got to be A B C D. And I say, why does it have to be A B C D? You know, you put it together, it can be A D B C. Doesn't make any difference what uh, in what order you shoot. Doesn't make any difference um, the the mood or tone of the set, except what I've learned in 45 years of doing this, actually a little more if you count my Super 8 stuff, uh, what, I, what I've learned is that if, if you don't enjoy the process of making the film, then chances are the people will not enjoy, the the audience will not enjoy the process of watching the film. Because um, even in *Like Sun, there was a, it's very dark, very uh, uh very serious film, but there's some playfulness in there that I think is, is a a vitally important ingredient to any story that you tell. However, however light there must be some sort of angst in there. However dark there must be some sort of comedy in there. But you know, that takes, that takes decades to to figure out Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but I, I wrote and directed the last episode of Dukes of Hazard.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, and uh, if you are a Dukes fan, then there was <laughs> of a, course that episode was uh, called Opening Night at the Boar's Nest. Very fun, seven foot two uh, bad guy with his brother, who's about six four. Uh, that was Kevin Peter Hall he went on to be uh Harry and Harry and the Hendersons but it's the one where uh where Roscoe in a uh, talent show makes boss hogg disappear in a in a magic case that he that he bought uh it wasn't online we didn't have online yet but he he had ordered <clears throat> so it's it's Very funny because he's Coltrano the Greato, and he's got his, you know, his funny laugh and all that going on. But when he makes Boss Hog disappear and can't get him back, at first it's very, very funny. But then it gets very sad because Roscoe stays up all night and all the next day doing his uh, hocus-pocus incantations trying to bring back his little fat buddy. So even then, there's the combination of of funny and sad that that I felt, even at, what was I, 25 years old, needed to be part of the story. So I I just love, I I love what Alicia and I have been doing. We're going to be filming some of this today. And this is a movie called uh, To Die For. And it's about uh, that guy. I'm I'm the guy there on the uh, on the left. But I'm a I'm a veteran who flies an American flag from the back of his El Camino. And uh, every morning I go have breakfast with my police officer friends because John Schneider and Alicia Schneider. We are we are uh, we back the blue. You know we are fans of our law enforcement. And um, someone. Someone gets a restraining order against me saying I can't uh, I can't drive my El Camino with the American flag on it within 300 yards of the school where I, as a little child, learned to say the Pledge of Allegiance. So it's a it's a patriotic film, but it's a uh, it's it's also a little it's a little dark and it's a little funny. It's all those things that uh, that we're talking about. But this is a man who is uh, 65, 70 years old, who laments the fact that he, although he, got, he had the chance to die for his country, he didn't. So he's looking for, uh, and friends of his did, so he has a bit of uh, survivor's remorse. And he is, he is uh, ever aware and searching for an opportunity to die for his country. So it's uh, it's it, it's unlike Poker Run and Stand on it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's uh, it's a little heavy. Yeah, uh, it's quite heavy, <clears throat> but it still has comedy in it. Sure, uh, it has it has comedy, and when you're at the helm of your own uh, stories, uh, you get to use, uh, play with really actors that you you uh, you enjoy. For example, I don't know if you can see the gentleman there next to me, but but uh, this guy I've known I've known since 1977, and he was uh, he was in the second episode of Dukes of Hazard. His name is Bill Gribble. He was in Daisy's Song. Okay. Uh, he was also in the Green Berets with uh, John Wayne. So, and this afternoon, going to be uh, working because he's he's a friend. Uh, Quentin Aaron from The Blind Side is is driving in to play a uh, a police officer named Big Mac, and Quentin is uh, six foot nine, oh. so appropriately named Big Mac. <laughs> um, so he's coming in to do a uh, do two scenes with with me today. Nice. Uh, and then, this independent film is so great because then you can see off to my right.
0: Your green screen It is
1: my green screen. So <clears throat> Wayne Morgan, uh, who is Wayne Douglas Morgan, who's in the uh, poker run. He's a plays a police officer and stand on it. That winds up on the side. The okay. Car goes up on the side and then he says, disregard that last transmission. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to come in and play uh be a doctor in, uh, in to die for nice. So, and, they'll probably come in and we'll work for maybe an hour each and then we'll have a beer and that'll be nice. It.
0: Awesome. One yeah. one of the things I love about these independent movies is you get to see a lot of these actors that you're not too familiar with.
1: Mm. And you go and you think, and then you Google them and go, Oh my God. Yeah. Well, wow. like um, we did a movie called uh, uh, to die. I'm sorry. Uh, one month out. One month out stars Barry Boswick who's wonderful, who you haven't seen in a while, uh, Vernon Wells, who's been in a whole lot of movies, but, but perhaps most uh, recognized as the, the Mohawk bad guy from, uh, from uh, the Mel Gibson movie. Uh, Mad Max. Mad Max, right? And uh, Ruth Buzzy from Laughing from when I was a kid. <laughs> so they're all in this movie. And the and the other cool thing about about independent films and being someone who has has come from this for so long is that I, I know that John Schneider somebody somebody says oh John we want you to pay, play the the dad who loves his child but he's just too busy okay all right I've done that well we want you to play the farmer who bolsters his his uh, grandson now I guess to play better football okay well I've done that too. So what I what I look for as an actor is someone to give me the opportunity to, to be like uh, in Nip Tuck, to be the bad guy in uh, the haves and have nots, to be a just despicable human being or to be something that is different for me. So when I call my friends, they know they're going to get the opportunity to play a role that probably no one else would would think of them for. and. This this may sound crazy, but at the beginning of a movie, I'll send the script to a, to a, a friend and say, look, we haven't cast anything yet other than this guy, because that's me. You can be anybody you want. So pick a role. And they do. And then they and then they play that role.
0: <laughs> that's um, awesome.
1: In in uh, Poker Run, we had uh, Tyrus was supposed to be in Poker Run.
0: Yeah. That.
1: How funny one was of that? My
0: favorite, that's one of my favorite parts, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, we, he's, he wasn't
1: available. <laughs> that's right. He called me this morning. Just go with it, right? <laughs> well, I didn't know that uh, be- because we were kind of at the mercy of Tyrus's schedule. At the poker table, we shot everything in this direction first not knowing if Tyrus was going to be in the movie. So when Tyrus couldn't be in the movie and it was time a couple of days later to turn around and shoot this way, we, we had no Papa. So I didn't even know if you, do you notice who that is? Do you notice anything funny about that actor?
0: He was in, he was in the other one. He was in, stand on it too right
1: he was in stand on he is also he's that actor that's dane rhodes he's been in a um, thousand movies he's from okay. uh new orleans he's also timmy needham he plays he plays two roles in poker <laughs> run and and many times they're in the same scene and no one has caught it yet i, I didn't <laughs> So I when know he that. says, when he says a of cards, ugly boy, he's talking to himself, <laughs> but we didn't, we didn't play. I didn't want to make it a gag about like smoking abandoned three. My God. Sorry, Jackie. But I didn't want to make it a gag about that. I just, I, out of necessity, I thought I need somebody who can pull this off and I need to call them tonight and they need to be here tomorrow. And Dane was the only one. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> that's awesome so you film all this uh, around your property
1: yeah right yep we film everything here and uh, we'll go out for the uh, for the on the road scenes we'll go out here uh, poker run was a little bit more expansive we went to uh, a bunch of dirt tracks for that one that one sequence there's probably five or six different dirt tracks in that in that one sequence Uh there's me really doing it in the Hellcat. Uh, there's some plate shots in there as well. Uh, so that that movie was a little bit bigger as far as uh, production scope. Um, but you'll notice they begin stand on it, end poker run. Both start here, go out and have fun, and then wind up back here. Yeah. Uh, so that we can shoot the beginning and the ending of the movie and get that you know get that over with uh, first. It's an old, it's an old like gun smoke trick. Um, and it's, and it's so much fun. And then we just went, uh, we have quite a bit of water here at the studio. So mm-hmm. the boat jump over the road and the boat jump through the house was right here. Nice. But the, uh, the actual on the, on the bayou and down the river scenes were shot about 10 miles away.
0: Awesome, man. I know we don't have a ton of time with you. It seems like you're having a blast uh i have a couple more things i want to ask you real quick um, go for it uh we we always do fan questions everyone wants to know is there anything dukes of hazards in the works i i
1: don't i don't know
0: you, you know, know
1: uh, a couple of a couple of reasons why there's not um number one is that warner brothers owns the the uh, copyright to dukes of hazard and sure. uh I think they proved that they have no idea what they're doing with regard to Dukes of Hazard back in 2006. That was such an awful, they, they missed every conceivable mark. You know, Southern horsepower comedy has a, a very uh, particular recipe to it. It's the fun, it's the angst, it's the driving, and, it, and it's none of, none of, there's an ingredient to Southern horsepower comedy is not raunchy. And raunchy was what that movie was about. Very jackass, very, you know, potty humor. And and it was just awful. Uh Oh, you went away. I'm still here. Okay, so they got it. They got it so wrong. So they 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 they're not going to do it because they don't know how. But also they're not going to do it because they are uh, they're scared to death of the flag. And I think they know that if they do a Dukes of Hazard and they take the flag off the General Lee, they will have alienated a hundred and one percent of their audience. So they're not gonna do it. So what I tell people, I can I will always throw references to Dukes of Hazard in the movies that we make. Yeah. So I, I think the closest you're gonna get to a, a Dukes of Hazard like movie is Christmas Cars, Stand on It, Poker Run. Uh, and we're making double or nothing. We're going to make that this year. Um, nice. If Warner Brothers would sell me the rights or give me the rights to Dukes of Hazard, I would make one. But but uh, I've tried unsuccessfully for about a decade to to get the rights from them, and they won't let it go.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, I have a question here. I've watched, been watching a bunch of your movies over the last couple of months to try and uh, prep for this. Uh, do you actually make a a famous chili is there is there a john schneider's chili recipe the bunch of your movies you have made chili in in your movies
1: <laughs> you know it's funny the other day i thought i made chili and i said that very thing to our our guests that were here i said oh that's my famous recipe come to find out my wife went in after me and fixed it so uh uh that my famous so that, chili recipe is a secret because even I don't know it. It's
0: Alicia's secret <laughs> recipe.
1: <laughs> I tell you what, in everything I've done, whenever Jonathan Kent or any anybody I've played makes a cup of coffee, it's uh, it's half and half and a little and a little honey. Okay, that is true. That's that's right. right here. That's in every cup of coffee I, I ever make.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I got your. Tell everyone where you can find this stuff. I got your the CBO D. Hey,
1: CBO D oil. I'll tell you what. Go to uh, just go to johnschneiderstudios.com or get my app. Oh, that stuff is great.
0: Yeah, that the hand bomb. Stuff, here's a little little comedy here.
1: That bomb is the bomb. Yeah, you've got it really you've got uh, any sort of carpal tunnel. You've got any sort of aches or pains in your joints. That bomb will fix you up. We use it. My wife has a broken back right now from racing dirt track. We use that bomb every night and every morning. It's really great. So get a hold of my app. It's called John Schneider. It's free. It's at the app store. It'll take you to the movies. It'll take you to the CBO D oil and the bomb. It'll take you to hats and T-shirts and music, all of that stuff. It'll give you the concert schedule, the racing schedule. Uh, You can stream these movies. We have our own streaming service. Um,
0: uh... and, And I
1: think this is important. You know I I am a uh, I'm a believer in freedom I'm I'm a believer in this country. So when I when I go on a rant against Netflix and and all these different people I'm not secretly trying to be in business with them at the same time. Okay? We have our right. own streaming service because I don't yep. believe in sleeping with the enemy. So we distribute our own films when you buy our movies we appreciate it. When you buy our music we appreciate it. Um, um, we aren't, there we go right there. We aren't, there's my buddy, Tom Wopat. Uh, yep. we yeah, aren't, there's the, like sun, there's this Christmas stars. The, 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 I think I saw one month out there at the bottom.
0: Yep. This but, is uh, the website. Please, Cineform. please
1: get my app and support what we're doing here. Cause you know, it's, uh, it's not hard to speak out against the machine, but I do realize that, uh, the machine wants nothing to do with me either. So so what I tell people is they can't cancel me. I quit. But you can't quit the machine unless you have designed and worked your own distribution system uh, while you are weaning off of those with whom you disagree. Right. So that's what we've done. We make our own movies and music. We sell our own movies and music, not only in hard form and tangible form, but also in uh, streaming service. It's called Cineflix Dod, but you can uh, just stream it directly from the app.
0: Yep, I'll put links for everything in there, and uh, also tell everyone about the uh, the Bose Extravaganza in April, April twenty third
1: and twenty fourth. Oh yeah, Bose Extravaganza, our fifth one. Uh, we started doing this for my birthday uh, a couple of five years ago, and uh, we have survived the pandemic. We have managed to continue uh, continue going. We have movies. We're going to be showing Poker Run and Stand on It. We have a drive-in movie theater here as well. There will be food. There will be music. There's a car show. Uh, I'm going to jump the Hellcat nice. for uh, for Double or Nothing. This time I'm going to jump a couple of monster trucks during a monster truck show, kind of like what we did when we when we wound up in the dirt track race. Yeah. I'm going to wind up with Frosty and Fred and and uh, Frog the dog in the Hellcat, jumping over a couple of like thirteen foot tall monster trucks.
0: Holy shit! Man. And I'm
1: going to do that. I'm actually going to oh. do that. They won't be in the car, but I will.
0: Uh, so so, now so that you're I actually
1: track stunts don't scare me at all. I'm so you're uh, actually going filming,
0: there. you're actually filming part of the movie during the Bo's extravaganza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Last
1: year we filmed the boat jump uh, over the road, the boat jump through the house, my jump over the lake, uh, the cop car in the water. We filmed all that during Bo's extravaganza. So every year we incorporate, uh, we incorporate the crowd. The year before when we jumped the river, that was not me, but when we jumped the river and stand on it. Uh, there was about fifteen hundred people. I had to, I had to Photoshop out. I had to garbage map them out. Uh, watching, watching the jump. I like to. I don't take my fun and kind of sequester it away and just keep it for me and my friends. Right. I like yeah. to share it. I'm so excited about what I do that I want other people to enjoy it as well. So the whole crowd that you see in those movies, they're just here for Bo's extravaganza. You know, there's a sign up that says, hey, you might be in the movie. So uh, if you don't want to be in the movie, then stand over here. So we share our fun with everybody who comes. So if you're anywhere near Louisiana, we're outside of Baton Rouge, the uh, 23rd and 24th. We have a VIP night on the 22nd. So we're going to be doing music. We have uh, uh, LaRue. We have myself and my band. We've got Rockin' Dope Seat. Um, it's going to be a great, great time. Quentin Aaron from this movie and from The Blind Side will be here. Mindy Robinson from all these movies will be here. Dane will be here. Tom Wopat, my buddy from Dukes, will be here. Uh, nice. Byron Cherry, also from Dukes, will be here. And we have a mystery guest from Dukes that I'm not at liberty to tell you who that is. All but, right. Uh, we do have a mystery guest as well. It's a lot of fun. If you've not eaten, uh, if you've not eaten crawfish, and you've been afraid, come on. Put your big boy shorts on. Come on down and eat you, eat you some crawfish and have a big time at Bo's Extravaganza 2022.
0: Will there be John Schneider's famous chili?
1: Oh, you betcha. You betcha. Nice. I'll make it and then Alicia will fix it.
0: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you mentioned uh you mentioned music that you'll be playing. You have
1: a new album out, Southern I Ways. I do, yeah, I have a new album called Got, Southern yep. Ways. And uh, that's my favorite. It's got a, a song on there that's my new favorite. It's called If I Were a Younger Man. Uh, I sa- <clears throat> excuse me. I sang that on the stage at the Grand Old Opry uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it also has the song Poker Run from Poker Run. <clears throat> it's got a song about dirt track racing called Let's Get Dirty. Um, it's kind of a, a throwback to uh, the kind of southern rock I listened to when I was in high school uh, Leonard Skinner, Marshall Tucker band, mother's finest. Uh, it's got uh, some great brand new music. Uh, but when I make these movies, people say, you know, how do you, how do you get that kind of seventies movie vibe? How do you get that kind of seventies music vibe? I don't know any other way to do it. That's, <laughs> that's where I came up in the entertainment, uh, industry. So that is just kind of the style, I guess, that I've, uh, I've, Developed, I've developed a, a, a forty-year-old style over forty years. <laughs> so when the, when we make movies, they they feel a lot like Gator, Smokey and the Bandit, uh, some of the darker movies from back then. Uh, Ode to Billy Joe. Uh, I think uh, if if folks, if you've seen Ode to Billy Joe, there's a there's a feeling in Like Son that's very much like ode to billy joe uh so check out these movies and enjoy them if you are if you're a film film lover and a film school lover watch these movies because i I guarantee you no one makes movies the way we do and i don't think anyone makes movies with the the same ingredients that that uh that we use when we make them yeah yeah, they're
0: definitely a lot of fun. I, I highly recommend them all. Uh one last thing, John. Your podcast, Don't Get Me Started with John Schneider. I listen every week, man. I love it. Great Thank to you. show,
1: man. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, we gotta say something. Yeah. We can't uh we can't not. And I want uh I want folks out there to know, you know, sometimes we have guests, but sometimes I just get so pissed off I've got to rant. <laughs>
0: And uh, I love it, man. It's awesome. You know, this,
1: I'm not sure what I'm going to do this week because it's tomorrow and I haven't done it yet. (laughs) So, and we're filming a movie this afternoon. So, uh, you know, every, every time uh, I hear Biden blame somebody else and folks, I'm going to leave you with this. Do not fall prey to the trap that our present administration is going to fix these global problems. Even if they try, never forget that this administration has caused these problems, okay? There are people out there, they're called arsonists. They will set fires because they like to watch people burn, and then they will come in with a garden hose and pretend to be the hero that saved the day. Do not let them get away with it. This administration and I don't even think this is a political statement. This administration hates this country. Don't let them get away with what they're currently doing.
0: I don't get too political on this show, John, but I I listen to your show every week and I believe just about everything that you say. So uh, I'm thank 100% you. with you, brother. Uh, All right. Thank you so, Thank you so hey, much you for take doing care. this, man. Thanks
1: for doing your homework. I so appreciate it. Uh, check you, out uh, Trace Leches.
0: I will. I will. I, if Trace you ever Leches need...
1: is pretty funny and, and uh, I'll, uh, oddly enough, based on truth. So...
0: Absolutely, man. Yeah, and I'm going to try to come I, over. I for can't the H- hear show. you anymore.
1: That's weird. I'm, all right. I think we're good. Bye-bye, my friend. Take care.
0: Thank you, Bye. brother.